It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. At midcourt, extra pass. And it goes for the win! The three-pointer by Jordan Poole! Here's the give. Walker! Kenny Walker! Touchdown! Smarty! Goff's got it. Back, looks, throws, and so yes. caught! Touchdown to Craig Lyons! They did it! Armand Ross, they brought the receiving end! Sends one to deep left center field. Back it goes, and that ball's out of here! A grand slam from a young Cabrera. He's got two goals. Marvin Inundo scores! His first career hat trick in his seventh season for Dylan Larkin. Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. Rise and shine, folks. Welcome back here on this Tuesday, the 7th day of March 2023. Great to have you ride along with us. That's Danny Cahalan and Ryan Elke. I am Anthony Bellino. It is our number three. We're audibling a little bit on the fly. Coming to you live from the Collaborative Lab here in Grand Rapids. And joining us on the Meyer Supercenter guest line right now, the play-by-play voice of the Detroit Tigers on Bally Sports Detroit, our good friend Matt Shepard. Shep, my man, good morning to you. How are you? How's life? How are things? How is the weather down there in the Sunshine State? A.B., uh, the weather is fantastic, and looking forward to, to talking to you about uh, a lot of good things that are happening for the Tigers so far in spring training, buddy. Yeah, spring training is here. When did you actually get down to Florida? Got down here on Sunday um, and getting ready for our first broadcast that is tomorrow on Valley Sports Detroit. So very, uh, very exciting times. When you, when you think about what spring training not for the not for the team and for the players, but what spring training means uh, for you and means for your group at Bally Sports Detroit. As we know that you know, Simo is going to be joining you in the booth now. That'll be kind of fun, a little bit different, huh? As we as we shake some things up a little bit here. I think what it means for our group is an opportunity to to talk to players, get to know them a little bit more, make sure that they see us and see our faces, knowing that we're going to be around them on a daily basis. Um, just kind of get to know them as people as much as baseball players. And because of a lot of changes that A.J. Hinch has made to his staff, bringing in guys like Berdar and Beauregard and Rousen on the hitting side and then Lund on the pitching side to make sure that, you know, we're conversing with them to make sure we've got all the right information that we're going to relay to fans throughout the 2023 season. So it's a really important time to be down here and do this. You know, Shep, a lot of people thought that maybe, you know, this offseason you were looking at a change in management uh, at, the, at the general manager position and maybe, you know, fans looking for some sort of splash, kind of sort of like there was last year when they bring in Javier Baez. That doesn't necessarily happen this offseason. So as you take a look at spring training and what this means for the guys that are on this roster here currently, I guess what would be what is the one thing that you are looking forward to in, in trying to see from this group in the spring? When we know, of course, obviously the record doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter where you finish up record wise. You want to have you know good at bats. You want to have uh, some nice outings by your starting pitching, and then you know relief and try to see what else you might have here. What are you most looking forward to the most from seeing from this club? Yeah, looking forward to seeing saw how some of the new guys fit in and according to everybody I've talked to the last couple of days 
uh, in the clubhouse, that's exactly what's happened. Uh, guys like Matt Veerling, Nick Maton, Michael Lorenzen have all just seamlessly fit into what Detroit is doing. Uh, and just as important, and maybe even more important, have helped build, and we use the word a lot in sports, but it, it, the reason we use it a lot is because it's important, uh, help with that proper culture. Um, everybody pulling on the, the, the rope the same way and making sure that everybody is in it for the right reasons and doing it for each other. Uh, that's, that's kind of the thing that I've recognized so far in talking with a lot of players uh, in the clubhouse the last couple of days, uh, on, our, on my way to the ballpark now because they're going to have the clubhouse open and then got a home game today against St. Louis before Tigers take on Washington tomorrow on Valley Sports Detroit. But, um, yeah, I mean, that, those are some of the things I'm looking for. And then, obviously, from a production standpoint, you're right. I mean, wins and losses don't truly matter. You sure don't want to lose a, a lot of baseball games, no matter what time of the season. But you, you want to see how certain guys are progressing. And when you see Jake Rogers with three home runs, you see the Tigers lead the Grapefruit League at home runs, people can shake their head all they want, but the bottom line is that's an area where Detroit has to be better this year. You can't have 110 home runs like they did a year ago, which is the fewest in baseball. That, along with stealing bases, this should help Detroit a little bit too because last year only Minnesota and Colorado had fewer stolen bags. So those are some things that I think are really important. And, of course, help, A.B. I mean, Detroit used 53 players a year ago. Put that in context. Tampa, the last two years, used only 61 in a combined two-year season. Two seasons. Um, that, that That's really important to stay healthy. So they've really done some different things with their uh, conditioning staff and with their uh, medical staff and uh, adding to the, the, the roster, obviously, with some of the names that we just discussed. Uh, all those things, I think, are really important moving forward and something I'm looking forward to. We might have used 53 starting pitchers last year, Shep. Uh, but you know, I want to go back to something that you had said about the word culture, right? Because it is used so often in sports. And, and you've covered all of the different teams, right? You've done hockey, basketball, uh, football, baseball. How much different is it in baseball, though, when these guys are around each other literally every day of the week. I mean, the clubhouse is a very, it's kind of a sacred place. You know, you walk in, they have the rules of the clubhouse uh, that are written out there, whether it's minor league baseball or major league baseball, here's what, you know, can and cannot take place. But that has to be such a, you know, it can be such an area that is either A, very cohesive, or B, everyone's kind of got their headphones on and doing their own thing. And I think that that's a little bit of a tell in the direction that the season will go, because in baseball, you're just around your team so much more than you are in the other sports. It's not just a a family or not just a team. It's more of a family, I think, in baseball. Um, I liken a lot of it to, to football and linemen. Uh, when you have offensive linemen in football, they are their own unique group, right? They stick together closely. Um, bullpen probably in baseball is the closest thing to uh, kind of mirroring that. But baseball, because you're around each other, you're playing cards, you're talking to one another, you're doing going out to dinner, you're doing so many different things with one another every single day. It is vital that everyone be on that same page. And I think that's you know, kind of what Matt Veerling and Nick Maton have talked about and what they experienced most with their run with the Phillies to the World Series a year ago is that there were no, no one selfish on that team. Everybody was rooting for the next guy. And you, know, you kind of get the sense that uh, that's the culture that they're trying to you know, breathe into this organization here in Detroit. And, you know, with guys like that, it really helps. 
Matt Shepard, who is going to be the most valuable player to this Tigers team? Now, it could be purely based on production. It could be somebody who might hit uh, you know, 30, 40, 50 home runs, or it could be an individual who you think is really going to be the keystone to this club in 2023. I, I don't think there's a single player answer to that, A.B. You have to have more than one because baseball is, you know, it's, it's not a, a – a one guy on a basketball floor who can just take over a game. You know, pitching obviously is vital. But when you see what Detroit is trying to put together here and you know the pitch limitations that many teams are going to have with their their uh, their pitchers, especially you, you would have to assume that with Detroit too, um, I don't think you can just pick one guy. I do. I would say this. I, I don't think it was a coincidence that Detroit struggled at the beginning of last season without the services of Riley Green. Um, and Riley Green was, was vital. He was probably the best player in spring a year ago, and they needed him. But I don't think there's one particular answer to that. I would say this, though. When you, you're going to rely on you know, Jonathan Scope bouncing back from last year, Javier Baez having a better year than last year, and, and Spencer Torkelson doing the same, those three guys, because we, we figure they will be everyday players, uh, are all going to be key to Detroit having success this season. Um, you know, I know A.J. Hinch and Scott Harris have talked a lot about having interchangeable players, being able to play different positions. Absolutely. But you're also looking for everyday guys. Matt Veerlin can play a lot of different positions. Nick Naton can play a lot of different positions. But they can also be everyday guys. And I think it's really important for Detroit to have as many everyday guys in their lineup as possible, no matter where they're playing. He is Matt Shepard, the play-by-play voice of the Detroit Tigers on Bally Sports Detroit, getting ready for that opening broadcast uh, tomorrow on Bally Sports, getting ready to open up that clubhouse uh, in just a few moments. Shep, my friend, thank you so much for taking the time to join us this morning, partner. Greatly appreciate it. Have a great call and a great spring training, my friend. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. Tell Dan and Ryan we said, hey, keep up the great work, guys. There he goes. We're back with more X's and Bros. Coming to you live from the Collaborative Lab here in Grand Rapids. Next, after this, here on the Michigan Sports Network. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get nothing but nets and win up to $15,000 cash. It's the $100,000 Hoop to Win. Every Saturday in March, 6 to 11 p.m. Shoot to win each week. And on March 25th, players compete for up to $15,000. The $100,000 Hoop to Win giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now he's a managing partner at Bean Garter. They are one of America's top accounting and business firms, and they're stronger than ever before with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of Michigan. If you're a small business, big business, and you're looking for the professionals who can help your business, on any tax or business need you have, go to beangarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And we're close to March Madness, so be looking for our huge bracket challenge where you could win big cash, courtesy of Tom Rosenbach and his team from Bean Garter. We'll have more details in the coming weeks. But if you're a business decision maker or owner and you're looking for professionals to help your business, Contact Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Garter. B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R dot com. From the biggest of big games. 
to the littlest of the little. There you go! Go! No, no, no! First base! Go, go, go! Run! Whenever you shop Meyer, you help support hundreds of local sports teams across the Midwest. From some of the biggest stadiums in the state to the familiar fields down the street, you're helping make a difference to the people and places you call home. Learn more at Meyer.com slash community. From Traverse City to the Glass City, GR to the Motor City, you're listening to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. I believe it was in this song the great philosopher once, uh, Drake, once said that he was on a 24-hour champagne diet. It might be a little too much bubbly, a little too much carbonation for a gentleman like myself. Speaking of gentlemen, join us uh, on the set here at the Collaborative Lab our friend uh, Brad Dunham, a partner of the Collab Lab, and I'm glad that you guys have allowed me to shorten up the syllables. Oh, thanks for coming. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's, absolutely. That was most important. Being here is cool. <laughs> Shortening the syllables. I mean, got Long words time. in the morning don't work very well. It, it was a lot, but thank you so much for having <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, thanks for being here. This, We're happy to have you. This place is fantastic. Yeah, thank you. Thank I, you. Appreciate it. What does When I say partner of the Collab Lab, what yeah. exactly does that mean? Well, I'm a partner, a business partner. Uh, there's three owners of us who, who own the business, uh, and I'm one of those partners where did the idea for hey you know what let's create this giant space yeah let's infuse it with a ton of technology yeah and let's see what happens where did that idea kind of originate? well that's uh, all thanks to the pandemic actually uh okay. so one of my other businesses uh we do live events uh live corporate events uh, sound lights and video pandemic hit the phone kept ringing off the hook that that first week of the pandemic where everything shut down but it was all cancellations all cancellations for the entire year. So I was like, okay, now what? Um, so we flipped the, that warehouse into a streaming space uh, where we're doing pre-record videos and streaming events for our corporate customers uh, just to keep their name out there, their events happening, their nonprofit, uh, nonprofits happening. Um, and that developed over the course of that year and uh, came together and uh, built this space. Wow. Yeah. So, hey, I mean, really like uh, rose out of the concrete, that type of deal, right? I, I, I think of myself that way every morning. <laughs> <laughs> when I woke up this morning, I was not thinking of myself that way, but I'm glad you brought in all the, <laughs> all the positivity there. Because it is, it, it's an interesting sort of idea that kind of came out of like making the best out of the worst possible. Yeah, scenario. absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, needed to figure something out. And uh, that was uh, the idea of the time uh, and tried it. It worked. Uh, and, and it's been successful ever since. So now your staff here, we were, we were talking about, you know, this remote and the idea is like, okay, what's going to be on the background? And I said, well, what about, what about just like, you know, scenic? I mean, we're going to be in GR. Why not just downtown? And I noticed that the sun has actually risen on the backdrop yeah, as we have gone later in the day. Can you explain what exactly is the screen behind us? Yeah, absolutely. It's an led wall. Uh, the led wall is uh, 44 feet wide, 13 and a half feet tall. Uh, it's got uh, around an 8K uh, resolution, uh, so we can put uh, background images up there, we can play live video up there, we can do logos. Uh, it's just meant to be a um, kind of a living scenery, uh, in other words. Uh, so depending upon our corporate customers or if we're doing a live concert or something like that, we can be changing up the background uh, to fit whatever, whatever we're doing uh, in the lab that day. 
So when you describe the collaborative lab to people, how do you explain what this space does on like a day-to-day -day basis? Yeah, yeah. On a day-to-day -day basis, uh, this, the space is meant to be flexible, right? Uh, so we've got another space up front that's uh, uh, a small little um, streaming studio, a couple of cameras or voiceover space. Um, uh, and then we're in the larger space where we can host uh, either uh, a group of uh, live audience members uh, or we can just be doing a small streaming event or, or a pre-record for corporate customers uh, who are just looking for a space to come in, shoot a quick segment uh, that they're going to use on their website or, or their other uh, their event some, someplace else out of town. So they come in here. This is where you get the training module videos that you have uh, yeah, to watch. Absolutely, they, sure. It's all right yeah, here in, yeah. the, in the collab lab. Okay. When you, talk, when you talk about your live and virtual events mm -hmm. that are powered by data, when you look at it, by the way, do you say data yeah. or data? I say data. So do I. Okay. See, yeah, same, yeah, yeah, yeah. same wavelength. Are you left-handed? This is good. I'm right-handed. Uh, but I can shoot work. left. If you got to go, okay, all right. Got to be able that to works. use both hands. If you can't, <laughs> like, if you can't, we're not going to be able to use you out here in the basketball court. Like that's what it is. So when you think about like powered by data, we we see a lot of different companies that are talking about being driven by data, driven by analytics. What does that mean? Exactly. Exactly. So for for our streaming events, what we're doing is looking on the backside, collecting all that data. Uh, so we can inform our customers as to what's working, what's not working, what people are interested in, uh, and then bring that back to them and say, hey, look, this message resonated or it didn't. Um, and if it didn't resonate, okay, let's, let's try something else. Let's flip it uh, and try it again, measure it again. And if it worked, great. Now we have a new message that we're sending out to people, a new way of communicating that's, that's resonating with their, with their audience. And that's what it's all about. Is there a, a specific event here that will stick in your mind as maybe, you know, throughout your professional career, you're always going to have something that kind of like it sticks. It could be because it was uh, a high profile individual that might have been, uh, you know, it could have been somebody you were a fan of or just one event that really sticks with you when you look back at like your favorite memory of being here. Yeah, well, uh, for me, it's a, I'm a live event guy, right? Uh, so we've done a couple of concerts here, and for me, that's a lot of fun because it's live, right? You're interacting with the audience. It's a live band on stage. Uh, so for me, that's, that's what's a lot of fun. Okay. All right. I like that. I like the uh, the live events. I thought you, you said live events. I was like, oh, live radio show here in the morning. Absolutely. You're, you're absolutely. Kind. It's your kind. show. This is this is the highlight. This sir. is it. This is the <laughs> pinnacle. We've reached the top. Uh, Harry, we've reached the top from Home Alone. The so so what is if I am someone who's listening right now? Yeah. And I have let's just say small business. Maybe it's a grocery store. Maybe it's a family-owned grocery store. They only have like 30 or 40 employees, right? Sure, sure. How can somebody like that who might be in the small business realm take advantage of a space like this? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you can bring your entire team in. Uh, you can communicate with them for the entire entire day. We can use all the spaces here. We can have little breakout sessions. Um, and it's the same message being delivered to your audience at the same time. If fo folks can't make it, say those 40 or 30 or 40 people are all across the country, we can be streaming out to them. And we can be bringing them in virtually into the space so they feel more a part of the event. So it's that instant communication to, to your entire team at the same time. And they're still a part of it. They're able to interact live, virtually live, with the people who are here. And uh, yeah, we can all collaborate with each other. Would you say you do more on the entertainment side or more on the business side? Uh, more on the business side. Okay. More on the business side. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but with that said, 
uh, we're, we're open to any idea. Uh, you know, for, for one thing, we're talking to a couple of gamers, trying to get a gaming community uh, happening here. Oh really? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. What, so, what kind? What kind? Uh, uh, all kind. I don't know. I'm not a gamer. Okay. All right. But, fair enough. So, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, but uh, yeah, which would be great for the LED wall. Uh, great for the space. Uh, so yeah, that's another thing that another example of what we could do. It's amazing how like Twitch streaming. Yeah. People sit down and watch other people play yeah. video games. Yeah. I have friends that do that. I'm like, yeah. what do you, what do you guys yeah. what do, what are we doing here? But it works. Yeah. It does. It works. It does. And they built up these incredible like communities, like a cult exactly. following of people playing exactly. video games. I can't, I mean, I can't, I mean, I, I just like you're following, right? You got a cult following? I, I have a cult following of the Detroit Lions, is what <laughs> that, that's. I am a part of that cult that follows that football team. That is what I do. And the place that we are in right now, the Collaborative Lab here in Grand Rapids, what is the best way for people that might be listening or watching right now, if they want more information, if they want to seek you guys out, if they want to try to book some time, how do they Yeah, go? absolutely. Uh, I, would, I would recommend that they hit the website, uh, collaborativelab.com. Plain it's simple. that easy. It's that easy. <laughs> socials as well? Yeah, socials. Uh, all of that's uh, through our website, so they can get on our socials through the through the website and everything else. Phone numbers on there, emails on there, the whole thing. I like it. Collaborative Lab. Visit the website collaborativelab.com uh, here at nine forty three West River Center Drive in Grand Rapids. Uh, Gr is, I guess, kind of like our flagship home. I know that you know our guys are you know based in the Detroit studio, but ninety six one here in Gr. You're going to have huge here. Are you ready for that? I mean, I'm going to be lot, huge. It's going to be great. Be, I'm a lot more docile than the huge one. <laughs> That's how I like to think of myself. It's I'm like the precursor. You know, I'm like you, you toasted the buns and he's just gonna lather them in the butter. Like that. That's kind of how I feel. We're just the precursor for. Are you ready for all that? We're we're ready. We're ready. We're ready. And looking forward to it. Good deal. Well, Brad, thank you so much for yeah, your time. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate you so very much. We'll be back with more X's Network after this live from the Collaborative Lab here on the Michigan Sports Network. The new M-Perks is here. Reward yourself with dollars off your purchases, fuel rewards, and more at Meyer. Earn 10 points on nearly every dollar you spend when you shop in-store or on Meyer.com. Then use your points to claim and redeem rewards any way you want. Plus, earn points for every qualifying prescription filled at your Meyer pharmacy. Download the Meyer app to sign up, or if you're already using M-Perks, start earning points and saving today. Save more with M-Perks. Exclusions apply. See Meyer.com to learn more. Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Garter. They are one of America's top accounting and business firms, and they're stronger than ever before with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of Michigan. If you're a small business, big business, and you're looking for the professionals who can help your business on any tax or business need you have, go to beangarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And we're close to March Madness, so be looking for our huge bracket challenge where you could win big cash, courtesy of Tom Rosenbach and his team from Bean Garter. We'll have more details in the coming weeks. But if you're a business decision maker or owner and you're looking for professionals to help your business, contact Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Garter. B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get nothing but nets and win up to $15,000 cash. It's the $100,000 Hoop to Win. Every Saturday in March, 6 to 11 p.m. Shoot to win each week. And on March 25th, players compete for up to $15,000. The $100,000 Hoop to Win giveaway. 
only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Share your thoughts all morning long on the Meyer Guest Line. Call 248-951-2176. That's 248-951-2176. Now, back to Danny, Ryan, and A.B. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you riding along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio as well. From Traverse City down to the Glass City, GR to the Motor City. It's an absolute pleasure to be with you. Share your thoughts with us. Text the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21,000. Give us a dial on the Meyer Supercenter guest line as well. 248-951-2176. 248951 2176 coming to you live this morning from the Collaborative Lab in Grand Rapids. It is uh, what, a, what a venue. Look at that beautiful. I mean, the, the comments right now, people couldn't believe the new set that we had. I said, folks, it's not us. Could be, but it's not. It's just one day, one day only. Just, we're just renting a little space. You know, just, just here, paying them in coffee. We love this. Um, by the way, thank you to our friends at the Collab Lab for the endless supply of, uh, of coffee. We do appreciate it. Uh, Appreciate that. Big thanks to Matt Shepard for joining us. Talk a little Tiger Spring training uh, live. We have the first Bally Sports Detroit game. I'm interested uh, for spring training, that is, coming up tomorrow. So I am interested to see what that booth now looks like with more more SEMO in there on the, on the broadcast. I think that – and who asked me recently to ask Dan – I think it was John Wagner asked me to ask Dan how – fast a major league baseball game goes for him because he's keeping stats and he said well because I would try to keep stats while doing PA but it's different than actual like I'm not counting you know first pitch strikes you know I'm not counting total pitches I'm not going through all I'm doing is trying to mark down where they went who did what and then if they have a home run keep track of that so you can announce it but do you because we were talking about the pitch clock Dan do you feel that because of your job it does make it feel like the game is going faster? Oh, it definitely will seem like it's going faster. But does it feel fast already? Like you didn't need a pitch clock to oh, tell God. you. Just looking, watching the game, yes. Absolutely. Poor, poor guy. He's just trying He's trying to write like 800 things down. Hey, as long as I got the, uh, you know, minute 30 in between innings, I'm fine. That's that's what matters, right? That's uh, in, in the restroom is is close. Uh, just talk to the huge one. Uh, he is excited to be out here in the Collaborative Lab. It's not just mornings. You know this. It's afternoons as well, the huge show. From 3 to 6 with Bill Simonson. If I'm not mistaken, we do have – is it an anniversary today? Is today an anniversary for the huge show? 24 years. Wow. Okay, four years Four years with us. We'll throw – I will tack on extra 20 for dramatic effect. We, we like that. He's, uh, I know he's uh, going to be talking to Tom Izzo, Michigan State Spartans head coach. Uh, that'll be coming up a little bit later on this afternoon here on the Michigan Sports Network. So that is, uh, that is fun and exciting uh, as well. And he'll be sitting right here. Don't know if it, you know, they had a couch out here earlier. Don't know if he's going with the couch, if he's going to use the desk. I like the desk. It gives me somewhere to put my laptop. I can put my hands down. I like to be able to rest my arms on stuff. I like desks. I don't know. Huge might just be on the couch. He might just walk around. Do we call you? Should we call you Anthony Coward, Anthony Kimmel, Anthony Fallon? 
Ooh, you know, I like Coward. I would I would go with uh, I would go Anthony with O'Brien, Anthony Ooh, Carson, Anthony Stewart, Anthony Kilborn. I like John Stewart in The Daily Show. Is that The Daily Show? Is that what yes. he was on? Yeah, I like it. No, the the, the, the set design, the LED wall is it's good. I like that man. It's a it's a lot of fun. I do want to hop back into this conversation in regards to what is going on with quarterbacks after all that flack I took last week about talking about how Jared Goff had a great season. And people wanted to debate with me that I was using the word great maybe a little too loose. That they were upset in the fact that I looked at statistically all of the major important categories and he was top 10 in the league. And I'm sorry, there might be 32 franchises in the NFL. There are not 32 good quarterbacks in this league. And if you are in the top 10, you're playing some very, very good football. If you don't throw an interception over the last nine weeks... You are playing great football. And if you are in this division right now in the NFC North with the Green Bay Packers trying to figure out exactly what is going to happen next, but now maybe have all of the leverage. When you think about New Orleans selecting Derek Carr in this uh, free agent market and saying, hey, that's going to be our guy. And Baltimore with the rumor that they're going to use the non-exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson, which means when you get franchise tag, you get the average of the top five salaries at your position, very position-specific. This is where guys like, uh, what was Jimmy's name? It was the tight end with the uh, with the Saints. Jimmy Graham, right? Jimmy Graham was upset because he was like, hey, I'm, I'm a tight end, but I'm split out more times. I should be a wide receiver. I want to get that money that a wide receiver gets because look at how many times I'm split out to the wide receiver's position instead of being on the line of scrimmage as a tight end. Like, the, this this number matters. So we hear franchise tag, and it's like, okay, you're going to play one year, like Tony Pollard, for example. Tony Pollard gets franchise tag by the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys are going to spend the entire United States uh, Treasury's defense budget on the running back position. Why? That's what they want to do. Just leave them be. It's the Cowboys. Pollard is going to get franchise tag, which means that they're going to offer him one year. It's a prove-it deal. One year, and he's going to make the average salary of the top five running backs in the entire league. So it's going to be right just over $10 million. What the non-exclusive tag means is that if Baltimore places this on Lamar Jackson, they have an offer for him to sign for one year at the average top five salary at his position. But, however, in the words of Stephen A., however, any team can come in and offer Lamar Jackson, and if that offer is made and accepted by Lamar, that team now owes Baltimore two first-round picks. This is the non-exclusive franchise tag. It's not something that's used often. But what Baltimore is doing is saying, okay, obviously they're they're far away on their contract. Right? Lamar Jackson is looking forward to Sean Watson type of guaranteed money. That's what he's looking for. Baltimore is not willing to do that to this point. Take the lens now, shift over to Green Bay and look at what a disaster, an absolute disaster Aaron Rodgers' contract is for the Green Bay Packers. Whatever team that is going to make a move, like the New York Jets, if they are going to try to move on Aaron Rodgers, they are going to have to eat a portion of the salary to relieve 
Green Bay for their cap. They're also going to have to restructure that deal the minute he signs on the dotted line. They need to get that deal reworked because you cannot spend $40, 50 $55 dollars on one position. You just you're not going to have much of a team left. The New York Jets realize that their window could be right now. They have two of the bright shining stars in this league offensively with Garrett Wilson, defensively with Sauce Gardner. They need legitimate quarterback play, which is what they don't have. I do not see Lamar Jackson being scooped up by the Jets. That just hasn't happened. For Las Vegas, they might be interested in Jimmy Graham. Now here's where things get really interesting. What about Tom Brady? Have you thought at all about the retired Tom Brady? Huh? You said so, Jimmy Graham. You might you meant Jimmy Garoppolo. Sorry, Jimmy Graham was on my Jimmy Garoppolo rumored to Las Vegas. But what about Tom Brady? How'd you forget your twin's name? Jimmy G. I was focused on tight end and wide receiver money. That's what I was that's Jimmy I was G's tight end. Okay, that's what you're focused on today. Watching you. <laughs> Watching you. Tampa Tom. What about Tom Brady? To San Francisco in the Bay Area, where he's from? Come out of retirement, teams ready to go, highly competitive. What about this from the NFL Combine? Tom Brady to Miami. Now you have a team that's already, I mean, they're with Tua Tungavailoa, they're putting up nearly 30 points a game. That offense was good with Tua. They might have to move on. Are they willing to sign that extension? Are they going to, are they going ready to? Man the, the lawyers and the paperwork. Get that contract out there for Tua. Extension season. Let's say with Tua, yeah, it's more of a health issue. More of you need that insurance policy, literally and figuratively, for Miami to make sure he's ready to go. And so could Tom Brady find himself just, I mean, you know, it's not that far of a drive from Tampa to Miami. It's, you know, two and a half, three hours, if I'm not mistaken off the top of my head. So that might be something interesting there when it comes to the quarterbacks. The pieces are falling into place. I look at Geno Smith with the Seattle Seahawks. They are giving the Seattle Seahawks $52 million in the first year. The total deal is three years, $105 million. Do you know how much money that is? That's on average $35 million a year. If that doesn't make you feel better about the position that the Lions are in with Jared Goff, if it doesn't, watching what's going on with Green Bay, if that doesn't make you feel better, the Lions are at today. The Chicago Bears coming out of the NFL Combine, many people thought, would they be willing to part with Justin Fields? Justin Fields is not Lamar Jackson. Justin Fields is often injured. Justin Fields runs a lot. Justin Fields is not as accurate with the football. And remember, Lamar Jackson won an MVP in his second season, and completed well over 65% of his passes. These are all very important dominoes that are falling at the most important position. Kirk Cousins in the Minnesota Vikings, do they concern you? They're not going to go, what did they go last year? 11-0 in like one possession games or something crazy in close games? That's not going to happen. Did you know that they cut their leading tackler from last season in linebacker Eric Kendricks? He's gone. Did you guys see that yesterday? Couldn't believe it. 
The 31-year-old spent all eight of his NFL seasons with the Minnesota Vikings and has gone 137 tackles last season. I think those were the only tackles the Vikings defense made last year. You have to imagine, and don't uh, you might think I'm crazy, they're going to take a step back this year. They're not going to be 13-4 and four in 2023. They might not be a double-digit win team in 2023. So now you have Chicago that hasn't been able to figure out offense since the invention of the forward pass. They've never had an offense ever in their history. No wonder they want to get out of Soldier Field. You have Green Bay. Are they going to play with Aaron Rodgers, or are they going to play with Jordan Love? Are they confident enough to go with him moving forward? Do they think he is the guy? Will they get any sort of compensation in return if they move off of Aaron Rodgers, or is this another offseason where they go into the NFL draft held hostage by their franchise quarterback? Green Bay, Minnesota, Chicago. This is why I talk about the window with Detroit. The window is open. It's here. You're watching it take place right now. Like there isn't, like you don't need to worry about, I know that we took a phone call to build on your strengths. Then I got a great message the other day and said, well, if if Kansas City was going to build on their strengths, they would take a quarterback. That's their strength, right? I get what they're saying. It does make sense. You have to address guard. It's got to happen. Uh, if Evan Brown doesn't resign, it's gonna be, uh, there's going to be an issue. They're, they have to lock that position up. But this team needs to address positions that need to be in the mix, ready to go day one to contribute to a playoff push right now. I am not interested in drafting a quarterback at six. I am not interested in drafting a quarterback at 18. If those picks stay exactly where they're supposed to be or if they move at all, I'm not interested in taking a quarterback until second, third, fourth round and past that. And if you're a Detroit Lions fan thinking that we need to we need to address the quarterback position, that is the least of our concerns going into this NFL draft. I don't know how you could look at Jared Goff last season and say, we got to get a different quarterback. Your GM is writing it on the wall. It's a whole lot easier to get worse at QB than it is to get better. And if you told me, hey, I want to get B. John Robinson at pick six, no complaint here. If it was Jalen Carter, despite what's going on with his legal issues, if it's Will Anderson, you know, Will Levis, I'm glad Anthony Richardson had a wonderful NFL combine and wowed the scouts with his physical abilities as he competes in the decathlon to get his team to the Super Bowl. I'm glad that happened. Let a team move up and get him. Let Will Levis come off the board. Bryce Young come off the board. C.J. Stroud, use all these picks. One through four, please take quarterbacks. I would love to see that. That does nothing but benefit the Lions and leave more capable guys on their board at six. Then you start to think, okay, now I know this isn't going to happen just based on need, but if quarterbacks do go one, two, one, two, three, or one, two, three, four, you have left more players available who the Lions have identified as their top prospects. Can you move back from pick six to pick nine? Can you move back from six to ten? Can you get a return 
but also with these quarterbacks. Can Bill from Tennessee call in and keep pushing up Hendon Hooker? See if we I mean, can get him into the top ten of these mock drafts. I mean, where is Hendon Hooker? He should be he should be at least number four on everybody's big board. Where is Mel Kuyper's hair? Get Mel Kuyper's hair on the Hendon Hooker train. Bill should be running the PR department for Hendon Hooker. Competed in big games, won big games, pretty accurate, beat Alabama. Those are things I want to see out of a quarterback. You know, Will Levis, same with Josh Allen. Like, I like Josh Allen's fine quarterback. I, I, I'm going to need to see that next next step of success. I'm going to need you to get to a Super Bowl. I need that to happen, right? So there, there are a lot of dominoes falling right now, and I don't remember a time where we had this many quarterbacks with experience that are jostling for position a little bit. We're moving and shaking a little bit. The league has gotten a little bit different. That window, that time for rebuild, although we have seen some contracts for coaches and general managers stretch into four, five, six years on paper, there really isn't that much time. And that's why when I look at the Detroit Lions and where they finished up last year, the the time is now. You can worry about a quarterback later on if you'd like to. But you've got a stable quarterback, you've got perimeter weapons, you've got a top five offensive line when healthy. Do you address the tight end position or do you think that you've got enough productivity out of there? You have enough on the defensive line on the edge. Maybe that's an area where build on your strengths. Maybe there's an edge rusher who might come into play in that early pick. Maybe it's interior defensive line. Maybe it's a Will Anderson at linebacker. Maybe it's even in the secondary. Because you look at linebacker, secondary, interior defensive line, three positions of need right now. Guys that can come in and contribute right now, today, and make this team better, make this team more viable. In the one area that they struggled the most, which was defense, that's where this team needs to go. It has been an absolute joy uh, and a pleasure to be here at the Collaborative Lab. If I had the studio audience, I would click the button right now. Those people would be going crazy right now for the Collaborative Lab. Be sure to visit them uh, online anytime at thecollaborativelab.com. You can give them a call at 616. Uh, thank you for the air horns, Dan. 616-805-9005 or email them info at collaborativelab.com. The space was fantastic. Our guest list, thank you so much. Uh, and to you, the listener, thanks for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place, right here on the Michigan Sports Network.